And welcome, one and all, to Talking is a Free Action. This is our weekly show where we carefully borrow some inhabitants of the material plane and we pop them through a little gauntlet of challenge rooms and questions and see what's happening under that head of theirs and that skull. What makes them tick? Let's find out more about them. Because, as you know, we question masters are on the eternal hunt for knowledge. Now, of course, we know everything, but we always want to know more, of course. <laughs> and my name is The Illusionist, as you should know by now. And today, for your delectation, I have acquired one Amun Ra. Would you like to say hello to everyone, Amun? Hello, everyone. Good. Excellent. I, I'm glad you can follow instructions. That's a, an excellent start. <laughs> I also have uh, reason to believe that Amun-Ra is connected to a higher being from a plane known as the Real Warald, uh, known as one Nile. And hopefully at some point we'll be able to pull some little threads of information and knowledge from this Nile as well. Now, before we begin, uh, are you focusing, Amun? Yes? You listening? Yes. Good. Uh, we have to thank our sponsors and supporters. All right? Okay. You ready? So, uh, th thank you. Please extend your gratitude to those arrayed around us. Hero Forge Ultra Pro, Phoenix Dice, Alchemy RPG, Idol Champions, Neverwinter, Eldermood Academy, D&D Beyond. And, of course, our most important people, the D20 Club on Patreon. They are wonderful. Say thank you to them, Amun. How much did I drink last night? You're not saying thank you to the, the D20 Club, Amun. Th thank you, D20 Good. Club. Good. I mean, you wouldn't want to incur their wrath, would you? No. No, some of them can be quite vicious. Oh. Yes. Uh, now, this here is my Temple of Truth, where shortly Amun will be descending into and uh, and experiencing what it has in hold for him. But uh, for those of you who can't join us in the Temple of Truth live, remember you can always listen on your favourite podcasting app by searching for Roll Together RPG. And, you know, you can also find us in the planes of social media under the same tag Roll Together RPG. Now, all of that important stuff is out the way. The rules. I do love a rule. Amun, the Temple of Truth has summoned you. Over the next 55 minutes or so, you shall traverse it through the door and into what lies beyond. Behind each door is a challenge to overcome. But remember, if at any point you find it's too difficult for you or too puzzling or just you can't cope, you can always say talking is a free action and I'll just pop you out of there and maybe we'll get a chance to talk to Nile. How does that sound? I think I understand. It's a weird game? Yeah, sort of. Right, okay, well, uh, which which way first? Well, uh, you see before you, there's this big silver door here. Uh, just give, a, give it a little knock and uh, let's see what happens, eh? Okay, well, I'll knock on the door then. So uh, you approach the the temple. It looks, looks sort of like a, a squared off pyramid, sort of ziggurat sort of shape. And it's got this uh, heavy silver door with all sorts of carvings and inscriptions uh, engraved into it. And uh, as you knock on it, please roll me a d100. Oh, the numbers have already started. Mm. Boom. Let's go. Forty-seven. Forty-seven, you say? Three less than fifty, and two more than forty-five. <laughs> I'm so glad you can do numbers. That's exciting. Well done. Um, you'll notice the illusionist, by the way, um, is sort of following behind with a tiny little notepad and, and just sort of observing everything that you do. And the, the door, as you knock upon it, creaks open. And uh, the first thing that hits you is a sort of muggy jungle atmosphere, like that slight dampness in the air. Um, instantly, the noise of bugs hits you. And ahead, you can see trees, 
vines uh, dim lit with some shards of sunlight coming through. But it seems quiet, uh, quiet, it's not quiet at all, but there doesn't seem to be anyone or anything large in there. I'll just sort of look around, maybe just giving a bit of an inspect. Mm -hmm. See if there's anything, like any animals. Sure, you can roll a little perception check for animals if you like. Great stuff. Let's go. 18. 18, pretty darn good. Um, So in the, the classic way that insects do, it feels like they're all around you, but the minute you try and hone in on one particular sound, it's it's not it's not there. It, maybe it's over. No, it's not over there either. Where? And then eventually you start to realize that no, no, it's not your eyes deceiving you. It's not the insects being tricky. There genuinely aren't any insects in here, but it sounds like there are, and it sounds like they're they're carefully placed around. Um, but as you're walking through this room, you'll turn a corner around past a tree and suddenly uh, there is a, a large, a life-size tiger statue. Or something something akin to a tiger statue. Um, but seems to have too many eyes. Uh, maybe about ten. And they're all encircling it. So it's got two in the normal place and then they keep going round and they look like Gross. they're made of uh, yeah <laughs> like, like a little like you get with a ufo with the little lights all the way around but on a tiger weird, weird monobrow looking tiger <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um they're made of softly glowing rubies as well these these eyes you're probably about 30 feet away from it it's just like round as you rounded that corner you can now see it um, right. Okay. And just beyond the other side of it, you can see another silver door. <laughs> I reckon he's like looking at the rubies, sees the door, looks back at the rubies and says, Well, Mother always told you not to touch the precious things, but she also told you you need to get paid. <laughs> I'll look at the door again mm -hmm. look around uh, illusionist is there a point to this other than just watching me she'll stick her head through the wall like that hologram style like through the wall I'm, I'm just seeing what you're going to do were you talking to anyone there by the way uh, I don't know sometimes I do that to my I just do it. It makes it makes things go quicker. I find if you talk out loud and you know clears the mind. So. Okay. Talks to no one. Do carry on. Okay. Uh, he's gonna like pat the tiger gently and then like walk through the next door. <laughs> so, I said before you were thirty feet away from the tiger. You yeah. just walk straight up to it to pat it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, could you please make me a dexterity saving throw? Yay. <laughs> oh, I am not blinded. Deafened. <laughs> am I? <laughs> <laughs> not right this second, no. <laughs> Great. Because then I have advantage for being the barbarian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go on. Right. That first roll was a six. That second roll was a 10. Ooh. <laughs> Spicy. Um, the instant you step towards this tiger, um, you see all of the ruby eyes suddenly start to glow and lasers shoot out of each one in each direction. So you get a full blast of <laughs> tiger eye laser to, to the chest and it knocks you back and onto the floor. It stings. Oof. Okay. Am I okay? Yeah, you're okay. I mean, we, we don't, I 
we don't bother to deal in hit points in in this kind of thing, but it was a good painful chunk. Okay, uh, I'll stand back up, sort of brush myself off, look at the gems, look at where I stood. Is there any like sort of like pressure plate or anything? Have an investigation. Oh, okay. I know what investigation is. I just need to know what I rolled. <laughs> I don't know what it's telling me. I know what investigation is. It just started to describe oh, balls. I can do an investigation. Apparently I can't. I rolled a seven. <laughs> Seems like jungle floor. Right, okay. Uh, uh, I guess... Uh, was, is, uh, uh, talking is a free action? <laughs> Oh, really? You don't want to keep trying? You said if I'm stuck, I should say that. Oh, well, very well. <laughs> Hi, Niall. Hey. <laughs> you suddenly find yourself in your room <laughs> with your headphones on, chatting to me. Hello. This isn't my room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you find yourself in a room. <laughs> How you yeah. doing, Niall? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm very well. I'm very well. It's it's been uh it's been a little while since we've we've seen you on the show, so it's nice to nice to have you back. It's nice to be back. <laughs> it's a bit been a busy boy, but it's nice to make time to do this and have, yeah, have fun. Absolutely. I'm really looking forward to the um the rest of uh Literary Symphony. So yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So we're gonna have to be careful about spoilers in this mm. because uh wibbly wobbly timey wimey, we've actually recorded all of Murderous Symphony at this point. Um, a little while ago, actually. <laughs> so for us remembering what happened in each episode, is, is, mm, we've got we've to gotta be careful. Um, so uh, we're just looking at episode one and what's happened so far. But um, it's, it's, it's really fun. And I'm pleased that we got to play together as well. We had some really lovely moments um, in the whole series. Um, what was it um, that you wanted to... Uh, but actually, no. Let's 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 go back before you said you've been a busy boy. Are you allowed to say any of the stuff you've been a busy boy about? Oh yeah, um, yeah. I guess when by this time this comes out, I uh, we we did a movie early on in the year in January that's hopefully doing some more festivals right now uh, called Bad Habits, and that's um, that was with HG4 Productions, which really proud to be part of. A good friend of mine, Jake Dudman, runs that, and. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a very, very, very cool thing that we're doing. You know, hopefully, hopefully the, the more projects HG4 does, the better it goes through and uh, goes for them. Is there, is there somewhere we can watch it if we're not going to a film festival? Oh, not right now. So just right. keep an eye out. Keep an eye out for film festivals and have a look. Uh, but otherwise, just been continuing on the old writing path with some other people, uh, playing some Dungeons and Dragons and writing for that. Um, nice. And then... Um, Later on this year, I'll be doing uh, Dick Whitson at Harrogate Theatre Panto. So that's yeah. uh, it's been a lot of lot of stuff to prep for and get ready for. This really how is your cool. thigh slap? Uh, it's painful. That's what most of the prep is going into is like getting the yeah. sound get the without the pain. So yeah, yeah, I don't. I have not yet achieved anything but a bruised thigh. So you know, slightly cupped hand. Ooh, okay. I'll try the cup technique. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like a nice dough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, uh, I'm a bit of uh, uh, an old, old, old retired expert of thigh slapping. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and I, I've done dick before. <laughs> oh, yes. See, God. off air, we 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 said uh, Nal was uh, was already regretting all of the jokes that were coming his way, but yeah, um, yeah. I've I heard all, all the dick jokes. <laughs> <laughs> But like uh, I said, it's the you know that's one of the the core things of doing Dick Whittington is talking about your dick and your puss. <laughs> Good. And now we're really upset. Uh, I'm <laughs> gonna roll an actual question. Let's go. For <laughs> and it. Let's see what was on let's the official list. Two dicks on a podcast talking dick. <laughs> Actually, this is this is weirdly slightly related. Um, cats, dogs, or birds? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Cats, dogs, or birds, Niall? Cats, dogs, or birds? 
That's so weird because, <laughs> like, most people would only ask cats or dogs. The birds ones really throw me off. Like, now I'm considering. Yeah, I'm going to give never... you one. I'm going to give you one guess as to who added that addendum. <laughs> Thomas. Yes. <laughs> yeah, of for it sure. <laughs> Even when he's not interviewing me, he's still <laughs> making me die. I don't know how he does this. How does he do this now? It's wormed um, his way into the collective consciousness. He's the zeit- he is the zeitgeist. Um, <laughs> birds? What the hell? Anyway, not birds at all. It's a hard one. It's a hard one. Okay. Uh, um, like a very, very, very dear friend of mine has just got a cat and she doesn't like dogs. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to have to fall out now because I love dogs. Yeah, but yeah. seeing all these videos of this kit and you're like, yeah, fuck dogs. That's <laughs> like, pretty great. I, cats I are great. Been. But like, I've also like grown up with dogs all my life and I've grown up with cats throughout my life. And it's a hard one. It's a hard one. I know in my heart it's dogs. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I know my heart is dogs. It's always going to be dogs, right? I love cats. Cats are great. They're like, you know, little fun, packed in tight little tree. But like a big dog mm-hmm. every day of the week. Specifically big dogs. What I would be if big... you if you could own any dog, what would it be? Uh, it'd be my first dog again. Or I, my first dog was a Japanese Akita. And she was, yeah, she was like white and grey and just beautiful and brown as well. She has like little tinges of brown. She's like a proper mountain wolf. Um, or a German Shepherd. Mm-hmm. So I love, and whatever, they'd be called Odin. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Any particular reason? It's a cool dog's name. It's a cool dog's name, fair enough. But you, you've got <laughs> like a Norse mythology as well, don't you? Oh, I love it. I, I was. I think I told. I told Michael. We all know Michael. Michael's like a very good friend of mine. Uh, he was. He's got a dog called Loki, and he was uh, teasing me, saying um, he was going to call the dog Odin uh, when they were going to get it. Like, and I yeah. think I said something along the lines of "Ha ha ha, do that, and I'll take a fork and take your eye." <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm joking, but I'm not joking. <laughs> yeah, do it. Do it. Try me, bitch. <laughs> Your it will be so fluffy. Mm-hmm. That's because we love each other. We get violent quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I find that my closest friends are most verbally uh, aggressive with. Uh, I, and anyone that um, would be an outside observer would think Rebecca and I hate each other. Yeah. But it's because we love each other, really, very deeply. That's why um, I tell myself. <laughs> I have uh, one of my... <laughs> I have many fond memories of Warriors of Waterdeep. What have you Waterdeep. done? <laughs> yeah, I have many fond memories of Warriors of Waterdeep, which, yeah. uh, to take us back. Uh, but one of the, the moments that I remember that obviously was not on air there was and I, you don't need to get into the details of it but there was a an incident at one point where you had to be looking after a dog that was not yours it was like your like a flatmate or a fr- had was supposed to be looking after the dog so and you'd ended up during the recording having to look after this dog and you were just showing us this dog that was just sat this tiny little dog that had this grumpy face and was just sat there like just hating you in its entirety <laughs> And it brings me joy. It was so funny. I forgot how 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 grumpy that dog was. She was so old. She was so old. Mm. She fucking hated me. <laughs> she was just yeah. Good. She was just terrified of life. She was like oh. she was like I want to sit next to someone, and I guess it has to be you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's you know relatable. I'm angry at the world, but also I'm going to sit here. Yeah, but also give me a little pet. Yeah. Just a little one. I mean, that doesn't sound like a dog. That sounds like a cat. That's what my cat's like. Sorry, my oh, eyes really? are streaming today. That's okay. It's been a long time since we've seen each other. I know, I know it's, it's emotional. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds like a, a cat rather than a dog. Yeah, and the, I, I think what I love about a dog... Um, 
if you clean it regularly is i love i love them i love i think they're like a great cuddlers they they respect you more because they listen to you more so you get to have that like actual love from mm-hmm. someone who respects your boundaries and will respect yeah, what yeah, you yeah. want and you've also got to respect them and look after them and take care of them um whereas i think as a cat a cat's just really easy like cats are really great because they're so easy you just you just feed them mm-hmm. so all you them. have to do really is just make sure they've got somewhere to pee and poo inside and, and feed them like, and just look after them make sure their health's okay take them to the vet every now and then to the dog you need to take that you need to take that dog out every day like you need to put in the work and i don't know i like putting the work for stuff yeah it's like that's me i like putting in the work because if i didn't i don't know i don't know what would happen if i didn't you need the outside influence to to get up and do the thing yeah yeah definitely i need the yeah. motivation <laughs> that's what's always worried me about having a dog i i love both i'm a both person and i would that I was would... an option <laughs> Uh, not not the way the question was worded but we're not talking about me we're talking about you but i just wanted to 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 caveat with like i would have both if i could but i feel like i do not have the time to dedicate to a dog but maybe at some point it would just be a rip the plaster off get the dog i want and then figure things out working around it not having a kid yeah but less complicated yeah (laughs) It's still pretty complicated. I'm going to flip the question around. Uh, let's bring it back more towards D&D. If Amon oh, yeah? Ra... Birds or... A pet. <laughs> if Amon Ra had a pet, what do you think he'd want? Oh, um, Amon Ra had a pet. He'd probably be like a little, like a little hamster. Because hamsters are apparently native to like, um, like hotter climates and countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like like, in the sand. Yeah, so Amin Ra was based in, he's a far traveler background, which meant he was from Zakara, which is a like expansion of Faerun lore and stuff, different continent and all that jazz. It's all, um, you know, a, is it a thousand and one nights or a hundred and one? Mm-hmm. It's a thousand and one Arabian nights. nights. Yeah, a thousand and one Arabian nights. It's like all that kind of style of stuff. Mm. And uh, I recently bought a book and that's what helped inspire the character and, um, some other things as well but um a hamster would make a lot of sense because they're like native to like that sort of side of the world like Mm -hmm. there's they literally burrow in the desert and stuff and have like little tunnels in the dirt (laughs) so cute could sit in your armor like literally um, josh's character has roger no yeah roger the rat that sits in his armor you could have the same yeah that's so cute i mean to be fair he doesn't even wear armor you just go in a pocket He's a barbarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big barbarian. I guess the question is, would it be a regular hamster hamster, or would it be a miniature giant space hamster? (laughs) A miniature giant space hamster. There's something really funny about it being a miniature giant space hamster that's like awakened and knows where it's at. It's like, I will get back to space. (laughs) (laughs) What are we doing today, miniature space hamster? What we do every day, I'm in raw. Try to get into space. (laughs) To space. Nice. very funny about that <laughs> I want that to happen now in my, well in there you go next time next time is, you play him I'm going to talk to the DM and be like <laughs> listen it's <laughs> an awakened miniature giant space hamster oh, that's awful I can't wait <laughs> <laughs> alright let's put you back in the room let's go back into Amun Ra <laughs> You find yourself back in the jungle and uh, the room looks exactly the same. But the tiger's rubies, ruby eyes are not glowing. Ooh, okay. In that case, I'll just let me check my inventory. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll just use like the corner of a hand axe. Or maybe, yeah, I'll have to use the corner of a hand axe and just try and pop a few of these gems. <laughs> Fair enough. Are you trying to do this in a stealthy way at all? Are you just gonna? No, no, 
book up and do it. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess make me some athletics to crank them out. Crank it out. Uh, I know what it is. I need you to roll it for me. Thank you. That's a twenty-one. Oh, nice. Yeah, they they, they pop out super easy as soon as you start walking towards the tiger. Like nothing. Ha- you can hear a little click, but the the lasers don't shoot <laughs> out. Um, and yeah, you can get to the statue super easy. Each one just boop, pops out. You can get every single one if you like. Yes, please. Right. Pocket them and be like, sweet. And then, uh, and he says it out loud as well. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, head head through the next door. All right. Roll another D100 for me, please. Okie dokie, out of chokey. Roll. Ooh. 26. 26. Okay, interesting. Uh, you open the door and the the contrast is quite stark going from uh, sort of very uh, unpopulated, dense jungle. It's still just as noisy, in fact, possibly noisier. Um, what hits you first as you open the door is a, sort of a strong breeze of fresh uh, sea salt air hmm. and suddenly just civilization. Uh, you find yourself. Uh, would, would Amun Ra have ever been to Luskan? Uh, is that in Faerun? Yes. Then it's, no. It's a fairly um, north, northwest coast uh, port town. Um, yeah, definitely not. No. Um, well, uh, you might spot, I guess, on a, a shop sign like um, Luskan Wholesale Goods or something like that. So you're like, oh, this is where I am. But. What you see before you is a is a bustling port town. Uh, people going about their their daily business. Um, the door closes behind you, and there's no trace of it at all. Jungle completely gone. Okay, I guess I'll just have a little bit of a wander around. All right. Uh, as you're wandering around, um, it is. I mean, I suppose we've we've met you in uh, Neverwinter, so you're used to city. So it's not like this is unusual. But um, amongst the the hustle and bustle, you suddenly notice uh, a rather large, um, unattended coin purse just on the floor. Okay, I think he like looks around just for anybody watching him or or looking for a coin purse you can't see anyone particularly looking for it there is a guard nearby but he's not clocked you yet okay i'll uh i'll pick it up and walk over to him with it okay yeah and just say um i think someone dropped this oh Oh, uh, oh! Thank you very much. Well, that's that's very generous of you to hand it. It feels quite weighty. Have you looked inside it? No, and then I'll walk off. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Straight away. Well, then you'll never know. Um, the illusionist will sort of, as you're walking off, will sort of just suddenly be walking next to you, making notes. Interesting. So- <laughs> oh, hello. Um. Sorry, I didn't mean to startle you. I, I do this. Uh, it's, it's interesting that you took the the rubies from the tiger was not a problem, but this coin purse is. Yes. Well, somebody's probably earned that, and I earned the rubies. So. Did you? Do you not think the tiger earned those rubies? How? Well, they're they're it's rubies. They're its eyes. How would you like it if someone came along and plucked your eyes out? But the tiger was a statue. Interesting. So you weight value on someone moving? Not necessarily. Hmm. Could you clarify? Not everything that moves maybe deserves to live. Interesting. So what's the line there? The line. 
if it does or does not deserve to live. Usually it's moral actions, I guess. Hmm. So the tiger standing still would be an immoral action because it doesn't deserve its rubies. What amoral? I see. Interesting. Just going to frantically scribble notes. Uh, a silver door appears in front of you. I point to it and I'm like, can I go? Be my guest. You're I'll welcome open. to explore this as much as you like, but uh, the way forward is open. I'll open the next door. Uh, roll me a d100, please. Ooh, wee. Ooh, wee. Na, 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 Ooh, 67. We're back up. Bing, bing, bing. Let's see. Okay. Um, this time, as you open the door, uh, it, uh, as you step through the threshold, it's suddenly silent. Not like weird silence, just like quiet there's no uh loud city noises um it's a fairly empty like uh 30 foot by 30 foot wooden floor wooden wall panels no windows um there's like frames of of portraits on the walls but the portraits aren't of anyone specific it feels like very genetic uh, gen genetic generic and the more you look at the the portraits the more they sort of feel like the the subject sort of scoots out of view um as if as if to say like this isn't really this is just here for decoration so you, the more you look at try if you try and look for the details it's like there are none um right in the middle of the room there is just a chair nice nice wooden chair <laughs> oh yeah sorry i didn't have time to to fill this room with anything um feel free to have a little sit if you like uh but um yeah otherwise you're welcome to move on do you want me to sit or not entirely up to you i'm here to see what you do but i can just keep going yes if you like okay and then i'll go to the next door sure um, as you reach out for the handle, it turns into a giant mouth of teeth. Okay. And uh, and goes to bite down on your hand. Can you please make me a dex saving throw? Great stuff. Uh, I'm not deaf or blind, am I? No. Okay. So, rolling at advantage. <laughs> Roll 12. Okay, okay, good. <laughs> Do, doing great, doing great. Um, yeah, as you've gone to reach for the the handle, the the handle has turned into a mouth and just, um, and now you have uh, a door shaped mimic clamped onto your arm. It hurts. Yeah, I guess I'll pull out my sword and just start hacking away. <laughs> it's just like, oh wait, the mimics bleed. I don't know. I'll have fought one before, surely. Yeah, probably. Uh, do you? D does that make a difference if it bleeds? Yeah. Okay. I mean, because mm, ultimately they're like underneath everything. They're uh, no, they're not a news, are they? They're a monstrosity. So, one would think. Hang on. Are you going to Google I, I never, yeah, I never thought I'd have to actually look up. What, like, does welcome. Mimic have a, a circulatory system? <laughs> DM questions. Does Mimic? It's, it's... <laughs> Do we not bleed? <laughs> it's like what a Mimic claiming for its like, right to have a society. Do we not bleed like you? It's you true amorphous think. form. It just means it can be anything. Yeah, but it's not specifically an ooze. No, because an ooze is gelatinous, isn't it? Yeah. I guess. But they can appear as wood or stone. 
let's say yes. Let's say yes, it does bleed. Go on. What does your thing do if you make it? I'm going to bite it and drink its blood. <laughs> there you go. Bite it back. See yeah, how you like so, it. Yeah. So I rip my hand out and ah. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, we might not have seen this uh, this aspect of... I can't remember if we've seen this aspect of Amun-Ra in the game yet. Probably not yet, because we haven't had combat. No. No, we did have a combat. Then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what he does when he rages. Ah, great. So, uh, so yeah, you... Um, the, the Mimic is biting your arm. You bite the Mimic back. Uh, and, and then what? Are you just kind of going to hang on? The pair of you just think, hanging I think, on? I think with his other arm, he's just shanking the door. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Just just with the sword, just cutting it into it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Whilst whilst continuing to just sort of munch on the side of its head. Whatever it's eating, whatever mouth size this is. That's a lot going on there. Like, biting, being bitten. Are you trying to pull your arm out at all? You're just letting it no. out you? Well, it'll die on my arm, so... Fair enough, fair enough. I'm going to say you're able to kill it, but not before it's taking your hand. <laughs> so you're left with the, the door eventually <laughs> screams uh, and lets go and collapses to the floor in an amorphous blob. Um, but you notice your hand is amongst that blob. Uh, how how would a man react to that? I can try and stop the bleeding. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's not a whole lot in terms of other materials in this room. So what have you got in your bag? Uh, I think let's have a little look. Uh, I have traveler's clothes. Uh and a tinderbox and some torch skins, uh, some torch stuff. So I'd probably light a torch, cauterize the wound, Oof. wrap my arm up. Oh, that's tough. It's got to be done, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, you just hear from like behind the wall, like the faintest little quill against paper scribbling. You all right in there? I think he like looks uh, probably like pale from the blood loss. <laughs> Just says no. Oh, you're not having fun. This is supposed to be ad adventurous, jolly japes, no? What is jolly about losing your hand and then I'll show the stump? Oh, you'll get it back. I'll go through the next door. <laughs> uh. There, there is, this was the only door in that room. Is that, oh, I'll sit on the chair. <laughs> the, the chair spins. Um, please roll me a d100. Imagine if you just said, it's a mimic. <laughs> the chair is also a mimic. There now is no way out of this room. <laughs> the walls are mimics, the floor a mimic. Everything's a mimic. Uh, that was 88. Continuing to go up. Okay. The only way is up. Baby. Baby. All right. All right. All right. Um, the chair that you're on rotates and you find yourself still sat um, in a super cozy, comfortable room. The, so the wood panelling is basically the same. It's the sort of the dark, ornate, the kind that you get in like fancy country houses that has a bit of opulence about it. Um, except now there is a, a large fireplace with a, a, a big stone arch over it. Um, there are plush velvet curtains. The, the chair that you were on previously... Um, nice but modest wood is now um, like a, a plush Chesterfield armchair style and um, across sat across from you um, also next to the fire you uh, you see a tiefling reclining 
on uh, a similarly styled uh, sofa, chaise sofa, um, wearing like a smoking jacket um, and with a little pipe. Welcome, I say. Um, you notice your hand is back. So like rubs it like <laughs> just just because it was missing for a bit. So he yeah, sort of yeah. rubs it and he's like, okay, cool. Still feels the same. It still feel. I think there's maybe a little echo, uh, uh, like a fading memory of the pain, but uh, yeah. But no, it's there. It's real, as far as you can tell. It's solid. Um, and the the tiefling is sat there with the, with their pipe, just sort of idly watching you, um, and smoke trails out of their mouth. Uh, hello. Hello. What is your name? Oh, uh, changes day to day. You can call me Marion today. Marion, okay. Uh, what number am I thinking of? Three. No. Are you sure? Oh, interesting. I hadn't thought about it that way. Yes, it's not three. Are you sure? Yes. Although you can roll a persuasion check if you like. I don't know if he's trying to persuade her. I think, well, maybe go for it. Yeah, sure, why not? He's got a plus one. Well, then 11 do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's not three. But you just said three like four times in the last few seconds, so it sounds yeah, like you're thinking, thinking about three number. an awful lot. Yeah, I see. I see what's going on here. Just because you can't comprehend more than one concept at the same time doesn't mean that other people can't. Forgive me, this is an old joke. Um, so how's your day going? Um, is it still daytime? And I like look for a window. <laughs> Time is. <sighs> it's it's being interesting. Do you live here? Yes. When the illusionist lets me. Oh, okay. Uh, otherwise, usually just in an, oh, I don't another. Exist. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Clues in the title: illusionist. Well, that's sad. Is it? I have no emotional attachment to it. Yes, exactly. Uh, in like, look around, it's like, so what's the point of this one? You have Am to I guess meant the to number. guess the number? Okay, 42. No. 37? No. Like, am I getting closer? I'm going to roll a d100. <laughs> well, you were pretty close. Higher? Lower? I'm not going to give you clues. That would spoil the fun, wouldn't it? Uh, okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, nine, wow. Ten, well, that's nine, a really nine, base, nine, six, simple. Eight. Is this how. The, the chiefling seems to be eyeing you to see if there's any part of you that is cross about this at all, or whether you're just like fed up. Just, I think he's just trying to do it. Yeah. Like, he's not getting worked up about it, because, like, there's still stuff he can do, and he, like he will eventually guess it if he just keeps counting. So, who's really bored, him or her? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't bother him if she's bored. <laughs> At the end of the day, she set the game. I'm gonna say that uh, it actually takes you about five minutes, and she goes from like looking at you to like sort of. <sighs> Lying down properly and sort of swilling. What number do I get to? <laughs> uh, you get to 467. Great. And uh, sort of, yeah, lies there, smoke curling. It's just like, no, 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 no. She doesn't look like she's getting bored with it at all. Um, and you just hear the, the again the the scribbling of uh, the illusionist like behind the wall. Would you keep going that far? Do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 
this is if this is the game, it's what to do. If there's still like, do you know what I mean? Like four hundred and thirty-seven's not that. What was it? Four hundred and sixty-seven. Four hundred and sixty-seven. That extra that thirty numbers. makes all the difference. Yeah, it's not, but it's like, yeah, it's not that bad, really. Yeah, fair enough. But you'd stop it, maybe. You'd stop it once you got to probably about like ten thousand. You'd probably be like, what am I doing? <laughs> Yeah, 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 I think so. I think when you hit it, um, she doesn't move or change her sort of laconic attitude. She's like, no, no, no. Oh, yes, that was it, actually. But you probably already passed it a couple um, <laughs> by the time she says it. Um, and then she looks dead on through the fireplace um, and says, is that what you were after? Um, and then the... You'll just hear from through there. Oh, for goodness sake, I thought you might do something a little more interesting than that, but fair enough. Um, the fire drops and you can see the illusionist's feet through the fireplace. Well, I guess I'll go through the fireplace. <laughs> and she'll say, oh, well, that wasn't very exciting. So uh, I'm going to call it this time. Talking is a free action. <laughs> so you just find yourself halfway through the fireplace crawling and then going ah tis me Niall Niall <laughs> Niall the one and only Niall do you uh, yeah in, I, I suppose actually you would so you have a thing that you do in all of our streams when you introduce yourself you're like hi it's me Niall do you, do you know that you do that I don't think it's conscious. I think it's it's probably me just having like fun at the time, thinking that I've never done this before. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I, I was wondering if you did that when you're introducing yourself, like uh, for home games of D and D, or when you're like DMing. Uh... I, I think it's like just a little bit of a staple in my life. I like to do like weird, I ironic things all the time, like walking into a room filled with people who you know and going. Hello, it's me, Niall. <laughs> like, there's something, I don't know, something very pleasing about that. So it's very funny. Um, you know, when people ask you, like, oh, you need to remind me, you need to remind me in about 10 minutes, I need to take that out of the oven. And then I'm just giving it like a beat. And then in 10 say, minutes, you need to take it out of the oven. Yeah, just to let you know in 10 minutes, you need to take it out of the oven. Yeah. And, but doing it like as sincerely as possible, it's just like, yeah. oh, just so you know. Because you're that asshole. It's very fun. <laughs> a guy, a guy, a guy did it to me at work. He used to, um, I'd be like cutting onions, and he'd come up to me and he'd go, "Oh mate, so if you just um, cut those onions for me, cheers mate, thanks." And and then just like would walk off. <laughs> it's like he'd probably get in your grill about it. He'd be like, "Oh hey mate, yeah, it's alright. Just chill, chill, thanks." <laughs> what you'd be they'd be like shredding shredding like cabbage or, or something they'd be like, oh mate can you just shred that cabbage cheese thanks like every time every that time. feels like proper northern humor to me yeah maybe maybe that's sort of it his, his nickname was microwave oven so <laughs> okay D did you have a nickname in this place like that oh no, no. i don't you went. I've never achieved any yeah. nicknames other than from like close, mm -hmm. like loved ones, like my auntie, my dad, and like one of my girlfriends gave me a nickname once. Right. Well, I, I think Niall's short enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like most okay. people are like, how do we, how do we nickname that guy? <laughs> how do we make it easier to, to say his name? Yeah, and I've not, I've not really done anything. <clears throat> that's like earned a nickname like you know I used to know a guy in school called Pudding uh huh and it wasn't because his name resembled Pudding that was just that was the nickname he had well we can we can call you Dad Joke if that helps if you if you want one I, I mean I'd love that I'd see that as like a as like a term of respect if anything like finally being recognised for the father that I am <laughs> The father and spirit, if yeah. not in practicality yet. For those yeah. who, who don't know, and again, like, obviously, a lot of this is uh, off off screen before we start recording. But in the games that I've played with Niall, he 
not only has uh, like a propensity towards dad jokes, but also well, like Warriors of Waterdeep, you just start telling so many like inordinately long, <laughs> unnecessarily long dad jokes, like five whole minutes of setup before a very disappointing punchline. <laughs> but they always get a laugh, you know? Because of how much of a letdown the actual joke is. It becomes it becomes the ultimate punchline. That's you know that's what I was saying about um, me. Just generally, I'm quite an ironic man, and I love I love something about like a false a false ending. I love it. It's just it's not what you expect, is it? No, You're like ah oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wish I could get those minutes of my life back. <laughs> I and don't I think, enjoyed every shit minute. Yeah. I was gonna say, I think that's the thing. It's like I enjoy doing it so much. I think <laughs> I think that it. like tricks people into thinking it's funny as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're just having time, a good time. Yeah, <laughs> I think everyone can tell whilst I'm doing it. I'm having the time of my life. Sometimes I embellish them and make them longer. <laughs> like I said, we all know you're just that asshole. It's very funny. It's very funny. My uh, my official question that I actually rolled <laughs> <laughs> was, do you think your various characters would get on in one party? Oh, well, ooh, okay. Let's write them down and see. Because uh-huh. we've got, a, I think we've got a good... Got a little selection. Yeah, so we've got, uh, starting off with Anton and the OG, mm-hmm. Barter on a close second. Uh, we've got Amun. Uh, we've got the Guardian. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Also known as G, which I found very confusing. Yeah, I I knew what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I am that dickhead. Now I'm Lynn. Now I'm Lynn. You had. It's um, really nice to talk like warriors again. Like yeah. that was so much fun. It was a really good series. I had so much fun doing it. Um, and that you had the the one shot character that was like a pastiche of a, a film noir detective. Yeah, half a Johnson. Half a Johnson. Who who I wrote to be like a comedy character <laughs> and became the actual straight man. Like that's that's yeah. insane to me. <laughs> That is completely insane that I tried to write a character <laughs> to be the the wacky one, and you guys literally outwhacked me. Yeah, I well, I uh, I claim no response. I was not part of that stream at all, but uh, but I mean the the people that you were with, I was like, well, of course, of course they're gonna bring the wacky. Oh, um, a new a new one that I did recently was Lorraine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's that's a bit That's that's gonna throw some uh, yeah. some Discord into the party. Apart Definitely. from I think Anton there. We um we had oh, yeah. balanced team otherwise though, right? You've got Barbarian, Wizard, Rogue, uh got another fighter Ranger. here with Tomac. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if you remember Tomac. Vaguely, Tomach Bone Grinder. Oh, oh my god, yes, 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 yes. They call me Bone Grinder because of all the fucking. Oh god. <laughs> play a serious character, they said. Get into the role play. But, but I think that was the one where I, I, I made my nice, strong comedy character. <laughs> Yeah, because everyone was a little more serious and sweet in yeah. that one, in, in Lola's. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I was there for the carnage, but... Uh, Front but row yeah. seat. <laughs> so would they get on? Okay. Now you've got the list. Looking at it, it's a really good team bar Lorraine. <laughs> Like it is, it's actually a solid team of people. I think I think it would be an interesting 
fight for leadership between Barda and Anton. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Do you not... I feel like both of them would be like, I've got the best idea, but I don't want to forge forwards. Because Barda was always slightly chill. Like, she was never, right, we're going here, we're doing this, we're doing this. Yeah, but she's had a lot of shit happen recently. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she has. <laughs> yeah. So she's in a different headspace um, currently right now. I guess that's just my inside knowledge, isn't it? Knowing yeah. knowing that I want to come back to that character. And also Anton has become a little bit more confident now. Mm-hmm. And after after sort of dealing with that Mithala stuff, I reckon feels a little bit more like he could... He can lead now, you know? Mm-hmm. But will the people he's surrounded by let him? Yeah, exactly. So um, we don't have to worry about, like, Prosperous and Ildrathne and Nate, but would the rest of this group... Oh, I think... Naomlin have any of their shit? But that's the thing, is because I think if they're all working together, she is the kind of woman that's like, I'm here to do a job. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just here to do a job. Let's fucking, like, don't fuck with me. I got, <laughs> I got shit to do. Please. Let me uh, be the Harper, knight. Harper Johnson, I think, would still be um, traumatized from what he saw <laughs> from the far realm. Mhm, mhm. He's probably just grateful to be surrounded by normal people. Um, our moon's a great team worker as well because he, he's open yeah, to yeah. learn. Uh, G. The Guardian is just a heart of gold, so we'll just happily follow the group. Tomat Bone Grinders just a sword for <laughs> sword for sale. You've got a lot of you've got quite a few characters there that are sort of either a little bit comedy or, or silly, but actually at the core of them, they they are all solid. Like yeah, let's just crack on with it. Let's just get the job done. Well, they're all good. Yeah. Um. I think I think even Naomlin's good. Mm-hmm. Like that was the thing is like it's the core the core aspect of them is that they want to achieve the things they set out to do, mm. and um, that th- that's where like one of the original meanings for good comes from. Good means to to sort of fulfill your design. So like when a plant re- dies and reseeds the ground and then grows again that's what good means. Yeah. It's like fulfill your purpose. I think all of these characters have a purpose and and do want to like work together apart from Lorraine. <laughs> Who just wants it all to burn. Well, I don't know. Well, no, he, he, he wants to be in control. Well, they, 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 they are, sorry, sorry. I wasn't thinking, I was thinking, um, they, they are the kind of person who knows they're a clone. Yeah. They're not even the original, which is what I found fun about playing them just for one one episode. Because mm. I was like, I was like, oh, that's different now. So how do you identify yourself if you know you're just going to pop around clone bodies? Because um, the that character was also high enough level to have clone. Yeah. So there's no reason that even if they died they can't do not come back and yeah i don't know there's some there's something interesting about that some interesting about being i love evil characters in general but um definitely selfish definitely wanting to like exist again and i just can't see them i can't see them wanting to anton to do well in anything mm-hmm. so i guess it depends on what the mission is then as to whether the whole team would get on I think I think there'd be a bit of tension maybe between Anton and Barda. Um, I think I think Barda would find Harper's insanity too much to deal with. <laughs> do you think uh, um, Harper and uh, do you think Barda and Bone Grinder would get on? Potentially too well. <laughs> potentially too well. <laughs> Uh, An affinity for bones. Yeah. Oh God. The guardian. <laughs> the guardian would just be like the absolute Groot of the team. Yeah. 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 Um, Naomlin. 
I think Naomlin would end up helping Barda out of a horrible situation just by being there for her uh, in the long run. But I think I think Naomlin would very much struggle with all the weird personalities. <laughs> you know, she struggled enough anyway. Yeah. Um, She's had a hard life as Naomlin. Yeah. And then Armun, Armun would just kind of be just be grateful to be there, I reckon. And uh, yeah, I think it's I think your real issue would be it's it's Anton and Lorraine. Lorraine could probably have worked with any of these if it wasn't for Anton. <laughs> I still the believe presents yeah. just want to keep pushing that button. I just I just don't believe that they'd be able to let it go. I think they'd be really annoyed that a clone. It's sort of like taking their body and doing their stuff, and like that's a not that'd be annoying for a narcissist. I mean, that's the, the ultimate tragedy of Anton, right? Is that okay? We all we all rib on him for making bad choices and making stupid choices in the name of no, but I've got this, and it's going to be great. Um, even when he gets that confidence. To, to lead and to have the the balance of pursuing the knowledge for the point of good without going too far. Even if he achieves that, there's always going to be that other presence to just poke him the other way. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's funny. Even though Chris did a really nice job of ending that sort of like weird mental connection it's good to know the character's still out there in the world. Yeah. <laughs> like, just to fuck shit up later. Who knows? Who knows? There's still there's still loads more time to write stories together and have fun and do a bit more with stuff. But there is not much more time for the oh. chat. <laughs> Absolute segue. <laughs> Whoa. I know, I know. I'm I'm very proud. Um you uh, before... change your name from the illusionist to the, the segue. segue. <laughs> the segue. <laughs> Everything is just a tangent. <laughs> um before we, we say a final goodbye to Amon Ra, is there anything um anything you wanted to chat about or obviously you've got your show upcoming if people wanted to come and see that. Um I mean, yeah. Film, you, an eye out for your film. Uh, where where can people find you. out? Uh, I think follow HG4 Productions. Uh, that's where you'll find most of the stuff, and you'll see their new film that's coming out, Finger Food, which is a cracking, cracking little thing that's going on. Um, you'll find out any more projects that might happen in the future uh, from them on there. Um, and then Harriet Theatre is the one to follow for Dick Whittington. And stuff like that. So if you're yeah local to sort of North Yorkshire, West Yorkshire, even um, come come over, come to Harrogate Theatre Panto. It's a great Panto. Uh, some absolute cracking people there. Our local legend Tim Steadman's performing for like what might be I think the twenty third year in a row. Wow, that is. I think veteran. it might even be more. I, I don't know. Amazing. He's he's a really cool guy. So I'm like super stoked to work with him. He's like, I don't know, like one of my favorite actors since I was a kid. So it's like, I get to, so, yeah. I got to see you on stage when I was little, and now you get to be on stage with them. That's yeah, cute. it's it's really cool. We did a little bit of work last year together, and now getting to like just really enjoy the whole process with him from start to finish. It's gonna be, it's gonna be, yeah, inspiring and good work's gonna be done, and that's that's why we do it, isn't it? Because we love it, and uh, yeah. Moments like this where you get to work with people you really, really feel that inspired Aww. by. Yeah. That's sweet. And do you have any non-spoilery tidbits of what's to come for Murderous Symphony? Ooh. I think I think just just uh have your notepad ready. Cause I remember I remember the twists and the turns. And I think it's good to see if you've written down who you think the bad guy is before it before it actually finally gets revealed, or is it you know bad guys? Who knows? Like I don't know. Who knows? Um, you know, I'll never tell. <laughs> but yeah, no, enjoy. Um, it's it's a really really fun story. 
uh, with some really cool, really cool character moments. I think that's one of my favorite things about playing with Roll Together is like getting to play with yourself and all these talented people. It's just, yeah, it always comes away inspiring. And uh, yeah, it's helped, helped with loads of stuff. So yeah, mm. always good for writing. Always good for yeah, writing. Yeah, lots of ideas. One of my favorite little uh, things coming up for Amon Ra is him sort of getting, uh, I don't think intentionally, and I don't think begrudgingly either, but getting sort of foisted into the, the sad dad trope for a bit. Just being, being a bit of party dad, uh, which is quite yeah. wholesome. He's, it's it's a good he's a good fun character he was based on a he's based on a character I was writing for a screenplay I was writing like a like during during like an illness I had I just started writing a vampire movie <laughs> and I just like I just like this character that yeah and he just seemed to fit really well into the D&D universe so I was like let's let's have a little play with it and Sad dad so don't is, don't is be fine. don't be stealing don't be stealing the character because Niall's already <laughs> doing stuff. <laughs> it's all right. What is it? Names and what is it? I don't know. All character rights or whatever between me and Roll Together. So it's all good. We're safe. We're safe. We're safe. Yeah. All right. So with that, we're gonna zoom back in on Amunra crawling through the fireplace, um, and uh, what actually happens is the illusion is sort of pokes you back into the room from oh just actually um you can't come through just yet we've got to say goodbye to everyone and if you go through there you'll end up back where you were where we left you last so uh just bear with just bear with, just stay there just stuck on your hands and knees ready to crawl okay. or, or would he move no he's just there he's like okay well uh thank you once again everyone for joining us for talking as a free action you'll find us here every friday 6 till 7 p.m uh, bst at the moment uh, and on mondays and tuesdays 6 till 9 p.m we stream our DD documentaries uh where you can follow the adventures of amun ra and uh, and his cohorts and um, all of this streams at twitch.tv forward slash roll together rpg pods are available immediately after the stream to catch up or you can find everything on youtube and podcasts almost immediately afterwards as well thank you again to our d20 club give them a round of applause amun ra just from his hands and knees just a gentle thank you uh, if you'd like to support us and be as wonderful as our D20 Club are, you can do so on Patreon uh, for as little as one of your local currencies per month. So thank you to everyone, all of our other sponsors and supporters. And Amun, you can now enter the final portal, go through the fireplace. Uh, you won't remember anything that just happened. Uh, the rubies don't exist. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, but your hand is back, so that's nice. And as you go, the one thing you should keep with you is the ancient question master proverb always stay classy at the table okay and then he'll start shuffling our way 